Lebanon On Demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, October 28th. This is Arieh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. A top official at the U.S. State Department has acknowledged that the government of Israel must approve any reopening of its consulate in Jerusalem. Deputy Secretary of State Brian McCann said they gave the position in an answer before the U.S. Senate Committee on Foreign Relations. He was specifically asked by Senator Bill Haggerty, a Republican from Tennessee, about the legal requirements to reopen the former consulate to serve the Palestinians. Both Prime Minister Naftali Bennett and Foreign Minister Ayer Lapid have told Washington that pressure on this matter could undermine the current coalition. And U.S. officials in the Biden administration have told Khan that American pressure on Jerusalem could increase after the budget is passed. Last night, dozens of protesters held a vigil in the Capitol opposite the site of the former U.S. consulate building on the Agron Street against plans to reopen it. Coronavirus infections continue to drop in Israel. There are currently 238 people hospitalized in serious condition across the country. 85% of them have never been vaccinated or whose vaccination has expired. There is currently just one red community in Israel, which is Beit El in the West Bank. Yesterday, 642 new cases of COVID-19 were confirmed with an infection rate of 0.8%, which is the same level it was at the beginning of the fourth wave. The health ministry is concerned that the number of children who will get vaccinated against the coronavirus will be low, and this could spur a fifth wave of the COVID-19 infections. It's expected that Israel will approve vaccinations for children aged 5 to 11 in the middle of November. The health ministry is currently preparing film clips of medical experts answering questions as part of its public information campaign to get families to vaccinate their children. Meanwhile... Prime Minister Bennett and Health Minister Nitzan Horvitz agreed to cancel the restrictions on gatherings, according to which events in open places were limited to 5,000 participants. Now, gatherings in open places may be held without limits upon attendance upon the presentation of a green pass. Tourism Minister Yoel Razvovzov says that the reopening of the country to individual vaccinated tourists next week was only the beginning. Raz Vozov wrote on Twitter that from now on, Israel can start the long road of returning all tourists to the country. And he thanked the prime minister and the health minister for keeping the balance between health and the economy. From November 1st, Israel will be opening its gates to all tourists who have been vaccinated with a recognized vaccine. They will also have to do a PCR test upon arrival and remain in isolation for 24 hours or until a test result is received. From November 15th, entry will be granted to tourists who received at least two doses of the Russian Sputnik vaccine and had a serological test. At Ben-Gurion, Univers- uh, excuse me, at Ben-Gurion Airport, a wide wildcat strike by shuttle bus drivers broke out this morning. The drivers are protesting the foot-dragging in negotiations with them for better wage packages. According to the Union of Drivers, they earn about 33 shekels an hour, which they claim is the lowest among workers in the public transportation. Meanwhile, public transportation divers are expected to launch a one-hour warning strike in various locations across the country this afternoon as part of their struggle to improve their wages. The Knesset's Finance Committee early this morning approved the 2021-2022 state budget, clearing a key hurdle and paving the way for a final vote in the full plenum. The proposed budget of some 609 billion shekels includes expenditures on combating the coronavirus as well as debt payments 
failure to give the spending package a final approval by November 14th could trigger snap elections. Southbound lanes and Highway 6 from the Iron Junction were blocked this afternoon by a protest convoy demonstrating against the violence in the Arab sector. The mayor of the Arab town of Umm al-Fakham, Samir al-Mahmid, told Khan that the Jewish roads haven't heard enough of the cry of the Israeli Arabs. Our children are being murdered and the world continues to turn, he lamented. People have to feel that something is happening in this state. Defense Minister Benny Gantz has returned to the country following a visit to an unnamed state where he met with top defense officials and reportedly pushed forward cooperation in research and development. The name of the country is forbidden from public publication. And tens of thousands of runners are expected to participate in the Jerusalem Winter Marathon tomorrow. The race features six tracks, including a full marathon, a half marathon, 10 kilometers, 5 kilometers family run, and a social run. The public is advised to check with the Jerusalem Municipality webpage tomorrow for updates on road closures during the race. Taking a look at the weather, it will be slightly warmer with local light rain possible in the north. Northerly winds will prevail in the afternoon along the coast. Maximum temperatures forecast for the main regions, Jerusalem 26, Tel Aviv 28, Haifa 25, Tzvat 23, Beersheba 31, and in Elat going up to 33 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.